Welcome to the Beyond Trauma podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Mori, and together we will dive into the psychology and hard science behind how trauma affects us mentally, physically, and socio-emotionally. But more importantly, we're going to explore what life can be like once we heal our bodies, minds, and relationships after trauma. So let's get going and see what life could be like beyond trauma. Welcome back to the Beyond Trauma podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with us. Her name is Alana. I said that correctly, correct? Yes, thanks. (laughs) Perfect. And I have asked her to come on the podcast today because there is an aspect of healing and trauma that I don't normally go into that I think that Alana can really help us to dive into safely, um, someone who's really going to understand if you're going through this as well and be able to really speak to your perspective. And so welcome to the show, Alana. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. And will you just go ahead and, you know, introduce yourself, tell us your story, how'd you get into coaching and like, how do you work with your clients? What do you help them with? Sure. So, um, I'm in my mid thirties now. I'm about to turn 35 next month, which is like, what? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. And hold up. up. Yeah. When's your birthday? Two, two. (gasps) Mine's two, one. (gasps) Wow. Okay. And I'm about to turn 33. So. Okay, cool. So 33 was like the most spiritual awakening year of my life. So. Oh, here's to um, hoping. Yeah, no, it will be. It would for sure. So I'll just <laughs> let you know that now. We'll get you in on the fun. Awesome. Um, okay, yeah. So I ha- I've been overweight. I've struggled with my weight. Um, that's the story I came to this lifetime with. Um, you know, and uh in college I just gained more and more weight and really struggled with like my self-worth in that respect. Um, my mom, you know, has hard body images issues and, um, I really absorbed a lot of that. Um, Mm -hmm. so I had bariatric surgery. I had uh, surgery placed, um, when I was 23 and wow. Yeah. So honestly, that's like the main source of my personal trauma is just that experience because you went in. I, I honestly knew like on a soul level that this was not going to be the way, like mm-hmm. there is no quote unquote easy way to fixing this. And, and I was just so letting my like human, like, this is what they say. This is what society teaches us. Um, you know, following the, the pact, uh, the pack, excuse me, um, mm-hmm. mindset that, yeah that we're just going to put all the, all the eggs in this basket and that's going to be it. Um, so I did lose some weight that first year, but then my quality of life was terrible. And honestly, like I put up with it for way longer than I should have. So Mm -hmm. finally, um, I had, I had the whole, I don't know if you know anything about the lap band, but, um, I do actually. Okay. So you can like remove the liquid from it. So I had it empty, at like year three and I was still struggling and quality of life was still terrible. I couldn't like function. Basically I couldn't go out to eat and like trust that I wasn't going to like have to excuse myself from the table multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like embarrassing, you know? So um, I just 
um, I had that, I had the, the liquid removed and then I got pregnant a couple years later. Well, I got married, right. I, all the checklist items. I had the job, got married, had the kids like, you know, yeah. On Societal structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, wanting that body, wanting to feel worthy and still not, you know, and so when I, when I finally had my son, um, it was like, you know, your Saturn return. I don't know if you've heard of that in astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was my awakening. It was like, okay, you're a mom now. What are you doing? How, how, are you, how do you want to raise him to be? It's like, you know, do you want to perpetuate how you were taught to be? Or are we going to do something different? And yeah. that was really like, okay. I need to get serious. And, and I should also say, you know, yes, I did the, the lap band surgery, but that was not the only crazy way that I attempted to lose weight. I, you know, I did beach body a few mm-hmm. times. I did OptiFast. I did, you know, all, all the things that I didn't actually want to do. Right. Yeah. In a basic way, just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to, because that's what they're telling me to do. And, um, honestly that, you know, my son is now six and, which is mind blowing in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was really the gateway for me to expand like, okay, maybe I can get serious. I did actually, um, you know, I had a group of friends that I met online, you know, almost at this point, almost like eight years ago. So before he was born and we were gonna, you know, we had joined like the January 1st, I think it was 2014. Um, you know, we were going to count macros and, and do weightlifting. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to count calories. I didn't want to count macros. Like macros were a, like a complicated calorie counting. Yeah, I don't even like, understand it at all. <laughs> I, it's like, it's, I, this is more math. I don't want to even do any math. Well, you know, you want me to do more? So like, I was not even in it, even when I was like trying to be in it. And, um, and I, I stayed in touch with those, with those women, which is like pretty critical to this, to the story because the first, um, summer, or I should say September, after my son was born, he was going to be, oh, he must've been 10 months old. Um, one of them had like a beach house in Texas that she like put us up in, which was amazing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I live in New York. Um, and one of the other women who I was like super uh, friendly with ended up offering to like fly me out there because she knew I wouldn't be able to, or I told her I wouldn't be able to like figure out how to get there. Like, mm-hmm. And she just like gifted me this, this thing, which, you know, was huge for me to receive. And yeah. I, I recognize that now, but the, the key is like, this was not just like a weekend, right? This was like literally me being like in a, in a house with like multiple women. I think there was like maybe eight of us and like we had come together, you know, a couple of years prior in, in hopes of bettering ourselves and most of us were more or less in the same place, you know, just yeah. physically, but they were carrying themselves. They were being like, they did their hair and their makeup. They like took the, they just took pride in the clothes that they were wearing. And this is like such a huge concept, but I was a new mom and I was like super, like I had, I had such low self-worth mm-hmm. and I just felt so uncomfortable in my skin that it was like, oh my God, like, even though these women are not in the body that they signed on to be on, to be in like two years prior, they were still like functioning at a higher level than I was. 
And I was like, why, like, what, what am I missing here? Right? Like what's Mm -hmm. actually going on? And um, one of them had had uh, lost weight, but not the way that we all wanted to in that group, but she had joined Weight Watchers again. And, you know, the new, that program at the time, I mean, this is 2014. So um, she was just having success with it. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to at least do that. And I, mm-hmm. so I flew home, this is in September. And then I remember the first week in, in October that, you know, I joined, I went to a meeting. This was not the first time I joined Weight Watchers, right? Like this was probably the fourth, but, um, mm-hmm. or, or honestly, I don't even know. It might've been the sixth to be quite honest. My mom was the first person to bring me, uh, you know, back when I was a preteen. So yeah, um, it was really like, from a place of I'm going to figure this out. I have no idea if Weight Watchers will be the way that I figure this out, but I need to do something and this is what I can do right now. And um, it was, I mean, that changed everything for me because Weight Watchers had that connect feature, which is pretty much like Instagram, but in our private community, um, I was exposed to my first podcast and that was half size me. And it was just honestly her interviewing other people who had lost weight. Mm -hmm. And not that that's like a big deal, but it was just like, okay, not only did they lose weight, but they did it in a way that they were happy with how they're living their life. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's possible to do that. Like, yes. Finding those people who can expand your reality of, you know, what's possible are so important when you're trying to make change. That's exactly right. And it was just like, I didn't know that there were people that were still happy, like Mm -hmm. in a body that they loved. And it was just like, that changed everything. And then I found, you know, other podcasts and that, you know, Curran Crabtree, I'm, I'm certified through the life coach school. So Curran Crabtree was like the original that said like, actually you don't have to count calories or points or anything. And here's how you lose weight. And, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, that's what I need. That's where have this, been, where has this been on my whole life? Right. I wasn't ready yeah. for it until that moment. Um, so yeah, that's really what exposed me to coaching in, in terms of the model, in terms of the way that we think and we feel and we do um, in that, in that sense and thought work in general. And um, honestly now, I mean, fast forward, right. Like a lot has happened. I had another baby. Um, like I said, I got certified. So uh, I'm laughing because, you know, uh, I got divorced. Uh-huh. Right? That was a huge um, milestone for me in so many ways. But really, ultimately, in terms of my weight and that being like what I'm here to, to do and to help people with is that is my purpose. Um, you know, the masculine energy of the model in, in general and like having to plan everything and having to, you know, stick to your plan no matter what that's, that's really not for me. Mm-hmm. And so I've pivoted away from that and really like I'm, I'm living into and figuring out as I go, um, how to be in that feminine energy and how to like go yes. with the flow and mm-hmm. have ease and just like, like, let's not be so rigid. Let's get flowy and juicy and let, you know, let the day unfold as it will, because there's, you know, magic and miracle in releasing that control. Yes. Oh my gosh. I agree with you so much. (laughs) And (laughs) your story, um, 
I can relate to it a lot, actually. Um, I grew up yo-yo dieting with my mom and who she has struggled with her weight her whole life as well and continues to do so. Yep. Um, and yeah, and I learned a lot of that healthy emotional eating, social eating, all the types of eating I learned yep. from her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so, and I still, I still struggle with accepting my body the way that it is, mm-hmm. especially post child. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be a very beneficial conversation for me as well. <laughs> but, and I, and I feel you in my business too, I have had to pivot away from that masculine energetic way of doing things. And we, we do talk a little bit about human design on this podcast, just mm-hmm. lightly. And in my chart, it's like all my arrows are feminine yeah. <laughs> except for one. I have like yeah. one masculine arrow. So I'm just like, yep, schedules and planning and all the things like I can still be accountable to myself without driving myself insane. Yeah. I love, so I that. love where you're going with this. Yeah. I love how you said like, like I- I've never met a planner I didn't like, except for the fact that I don't want to plan anything. I just want to like fill out my day and use stickers and like highlighters and have it look pretty, but like, no, I don't want to plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels good to buy the planner because of like what it represents, but then you actually getting into the planning is like, nope. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I want to know a little bit more. So Ilana and I were in a mastermind together. It was an incredible mastermind. It was very triggering for me <laughs> and it made oh, me yes. grow. It made me grow so much. It was very good. Um, And during that mastermind, you went through like massive changes. Like, I feel like you're always um, evolving a lot, but um, I want to know a little bit more about your decision to get a divorce because I feel like it was very, it came from a really powerful place and a place of kind of like saying like, I'm of deciding what you would tolerate in your life and just like choosing to up level. I mean, your, your business is called Alana up level, right? So yeah, I want to know more about that. I love this question. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we were in a business mastermind. I feel like that word business needs to be um, included because I really, what the way that it came through and I really do mean that it came through was like, I think it was like the end of July, early August of 2020. Am I right? The mastermind started in October of 2020. Yeah. So yes. Okay. Yes. So that weekend that like Simone was, um, Simone soul, sorry. She was, you know, announcing this, um, like mastermind. I had been aware of it. I have, I had loved her for so long, but Mm -hmm. like, that there was just one email. I remember it was Friday at 8 a.m. And it grabbed me and took hold. And I did not have the five-figure investment that it required. I had no idea what, like, how that was going to happen for me. So, mm-hmm. like, I literally say it came through because it was, like, this email triggered the, like, knowing and the full body, like, we need to be in that. And then the aligned action that comes through as, as it does, right. The way that we teach Mm -hmm. manifestation, right. Like I, like within 48 hours, I had figured it all out. And 
honestly in a in a most like human like I'm dumbfounded about how this came about kind of way mm, but the magic exactly it really was and and that's how it was like like I, I need to like preface that because it wasn't just like I chose to be in a mastermind it was like the mastermind chose me too yeah and um so I so I was psyched because it's like fully booked right and I'm like okay yes we're gonna build the business and figure this out finally and I will say that going into that, you know, I didn't love the foundation that I had had with my husband at the time. Like Mm -hmm. I had tried really hard to expand our conversations and to go deeper. You know, I had before coaching, before this, like, you know, before I became a mom, truly, you know, things were very surface level and I was really unfulfilled in general in my life in the way that I was living with it being Mm -hmm. very surface level so when I learned about coaching when I learned about you know all the things that entail everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) humanity yes it it was it it like not only did it like pull me in it was like this is where it belongs like in the bottom of the ocean basically like that's the depth I'm talking about like oh like I'm so much more comfortable like I don't need oxygen right like (laughs) so so I just say that because because then I came you know I came to my marriage a different person essentially a different version of myself awakened you know conscious and just like trying to what's the saying get um, I'm going to butcher the saying cause I don't remember it <laughs> That's <fine>. at all, <laughs> but it's like, you know, getting blood from a rock, I think is the saying. I'm not right? familiar with that one, but okay. It's like drawing blood from a rock, right? Like a rock is not, doesn't even have blood inside of it. So like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And so really I had that awareness about it on some sort of level. And I really want to say you know, any, any idea of getting divorced prior to this point was mostly in jest and never a serious contemplation of mine. Mm -hmm. So I was fully prepared to just figure this out with him in, in whatever capacity that looked like. And it was fine. So fast forward to October when we got started, um, I was very triggered, um, because the conversation immediately formed around trauma, right? We spent months or not months, but like we spent weeks talking about trauma in there. And Mm -hmm. at first I was just like, okay, when are we going to talk about business? Yeah. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) I was like, I know what trauma is and, and that's, but it's not for me, right? Like it's not something that I live with. It's not something that resonates. Right. And then this, this relentless conversation just like finally took hold. And I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh hi trauma responses that I've been living in for my entire life how are you Uh (laughs) uh-huh oh that is so common with everybody yeah it's like nice to meet meet you like uh paralysis and um you know just like people pleasing all the people pleasing yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes all of them and I became so fired up truly for Mm -hmm. my own self that I was like fed up with like allowing that to perpetuate. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like 
you had reached your thresh your threshold yes of what you were like willing to tolerate yeah and honestly it, you know it was it was slow and fast right because the slow was like oh uh, oh this is what's going on and then it was fast it was like here it's here it's here it's here it's here it's here like in all these different areas of my life and i'm just like okay this is a lot i have a lot of information right now mm-hmm. my <laughs> nervous system is like under attack most of the day right? Mm -hmm. This is 2020, right? This is the year that most people got divorced, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And it was just like a, like a snowball that turned into a tsunami. Yeah. And I saw too much and, and couldn't unsee it. And so for me and the mastermind, it's funny because like the the Facebook group still exists. So I did go it back. Does? Well, it's, it's uh, archived, so you oh. can't do anything, but you can still read the posts. Oh, there's a link in there I need. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Perfect. But I went back and I was able to like, look at my posts. I did this about two weeks ago, I think. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, like, like poor sweet Alana, like just, I was all over the place and I was so like trying to just figure it out and make sense out of something that wasn't necessarily figure outable and didn't make sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, you know, I recognized everything that was happening and I also recognized that I thrive on being alone and in 2020, you know, I think I can count the days on one hand that I was alone And, um, I just did like a Hail Mary. I couldn't think of anything else to do. I ended up calling my uncle who lived a few States away. And I said, Hey, can I come stay with you for a week? I know this makes no sense. And, but here we are basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, everyone in my family was just like, what's going on? Right. Like they're like, like, they're like, you know, we didn't see this coming. Like what's happening. And I didn't know how to articulate what was happening because I, I just knew that I needed to be in my own energy and my own in a space that was not in this house. And just like to like let myself become myself again. Right. Such an Aquarius thing. Oh my God. It is right. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, no, I need to, and and I'm a six, two manifesting generator. So like, I need to be Mm. a hermit. I need to be alone. Yeah, And that's something more and more that I am leaning. I have that same, I have some of that same line energy. So I totally get you. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to tell you. I know that this is what I need in this exact moment. And, you know, I live in a two family house with my parents. So when I say that I wasn't alone, like I really wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, my husband was here. My kids were here. They were here. Like, I just needed to be by myself and it worked out beautifully. My uncle was um, ultimately willing to have me come and not without a conversation with my parents about it that, you know, really added like insult to injury Mm -hmm. because he, he didn't want to give me an answer without like checking with my parents. Like, is this something that people do? Like, like, (laughs) and I was so triggered by that because I was like, I don't care if it's something people do. Like, why are you having a, a, like a meeting, like an executive, like, you know, committee meeting about my life 
and I'm not even in the room with you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And this was not the first time something like this had had happened to me. And I was just like, I was just like, hold on a second. Why, how am I living a life like this that I'm not even able to like facilitate my own decisions for myself? Yeah. Like it was bigger than my marriage. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was just like such a mirror. And I was just like, how did I become this person that allows other people to dictate what is okay and not okay for me to function? Yeah. And that was just like more trauma on trauma, right? Mm-hmm. So fast forward, sorry. I'm a long no, storyteller. It's fine. <laughs> um, he was home for the weekend and then he was he was going away for the like the meat of the week. And I was just like, that's so perfect. You know, I could I could be with him and, and in his house and then he would be willing to like leave me alone in his house for a few days. So I'd be like truly be alone, 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 right? That yeah. was the goal. And I, the clarity that came, first of all, it was like a six hour drive. So I, I love driving. And in mm-hmm. 2020, like how much driving did you do? Like none. And like, <laughs> you know, like it just had all of these things that I just so desperately missed in who I am as a person on that level. Um, not just a mom, not just the wife, not just a daughter or a niece in this case. It was like, oh, me, I'm a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I'm Alana and and let me get back in touch with what that what that actually means with her and and her needs, right? Yes. So I didn't know I I, I God got honest, right? Like I didn't know in that week that we were getting divorced yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. I, I I if you had asked me, I'd been like, no, we're figuring this out, right? Like I would have said that up until an hour before I decided. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like for real. And so like I came home and I could just tell that he was just like spooked and, and rightfully so because I had done something never done before and not really done in right American marriages. Like women don't just leave the house suddenly and go away for a week by themselves, right? Like not, and certainly not in 2020 and certainly not like under these circumstances, right? Like, mm-hmm. so that was in the, that was in November in the early part of November. And, um, right after Thanksgiving, we had a a great family day. And I remember that Saturday night, like I started praying more to God. I'm not really religious, but, um, Mm -hmm. I am very spiritual and, you know, I call it the universe. God, God really resonates. That's an easy, you know, term to call on. Yeah. And I started praying in 2020 here and there, but that was like the first real night that I actually did pray. And I said, I don't know what needs to happen for me to live in my highest and best, but I'm asking for it. I said, like, you know, I, I want to live in my God given purpose Mm-hmm. I want to help people with what I'm meant to do, you know, and, and that is what's more important to me than, than my comfort, than my, you know, than the, you know, notion of, you know, the life that I've currently built. And I, I didn't spell it out in this way. But that's what I was asking for. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that Sunday we had the fight of all fights and that was it. And then you decided. I was done in that moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was, I've seen what I needed to see. 
you know, uh, he, he's a good guy. He's a good father. And, and there are no hard feelings. I want to be clear. And I'm just like, I, as, as wife, I'm done being wife. Well, let's figure out the next steps. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this was in the business mastermind. So we were like two months in at that point. (laughs) And like, yeah. And I was just like, okay, what now? I have to figure out insurance for myself. I have to figure out like insurance for the kids, you know, like where is he going to live? All these things. And then, and then that was what really what my intention was moved to. Cause it was like survival mode at that point. Right. Like I need to make money. I like, I, you know, my business was growing, but certainly not at the speed that would have enabled me to continue focusing on that full time. And yeah. so I'm in this business mastermind with a business that I ended up shrinking. I had to, you know, let, I, I, I actually didn't offer to renew with the clients I was working with. And I said, you know, I'm so sorry right now. It just doesn't make sense for me to do this because I don't even know what my schedule is going to look like when I get a new job. And mm-hmm. so we just like, you know, I shrunk my business as a result. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This what I, okay. This is like what I'm getting from this story and from your journey is like, and this is kind of like where I'm pivoting in my business and moving away from like, what happened? Why are you traumatized? Kind of a thing. Yeah. And looking more towards like, where are you being led to the life you were meant to live mm-hmm. beyond what happened to you, you know? And so what I see in your story is like, you were so good at seeing those breadcrumbs and like being like, I wonder where this goes, you know? Cause you got that, like, that divine inspiration, like, I need to go be alone. You had that divine inspiration of like, you know, be in the mastermind and embrace that you have trauma and all of these different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're still on that journey, obviously, and discovering new things all the time. But I just love that. Like you had to hit kind of hit that rock bottom before God universe was like, here you go. Here's a reward. Here's some more clarity. Here's a direction for you. I just yeah. love that. I know. And I love that you spelled it out that way. Cause that's exactly what's been going on. And so like the year leading up to that and maybe the two years leading up to that truthfully um, and all of last year as well, up until September and I'll, I'll talk about what happened in September you know, mm-hmm. I had this internal dialogue of, I know I'm meant to help weight loss surgery people. I know I'm meant to like help with people and their body images and, and, you know, and, and weight in general. Is that really for me though? Like, I don't know, maybe I should coach something else, or maybe I should be a general life coach, or maybe I should just like, you know, do stand over there and just like face the wall. It yeah. Was like it was literally this, you know, I had been in, um, I had been in a membership that had this like, you know, ask source, basically it was like a pull a card every month and once a month. And, every, and I looked back and I'm every single month for the year, I asked source, God, the universe, this woman that I was working with in a group, is this really what I'm meant to be doing? Right. Like, am I really supposed to be a weight loss coach? Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, that's, that's trauma in and of itself, because how many times can your brain ask the same question and just like, 
not move forward. Right. Like I, nope. yeah. I, <laughs> I just like, I, I, I hold myself honestly, because I had so much judgment about whether or not I was qualified or whether or not I was really, you know, able to provide transformation for people. And mm-hmm. so up until, you know, I had gotten the nine to five and at the end of that mastermind and, you know, really got my place and got myself into a place where I was functioning. Um, I'd manifested so many things and, you know, I got the insurance for my kids. I got the insurance for myself. My salary was really, you know, pretty decent with, you know, being a single mom mm-hmm. and so many things to be proud of. And within like a month of having that nine to five, I was like, but I need to be an entrepreneur. I need to help people. And it was like, you know, it was like relentless. Like all, like you can't, you can't not do what you're not, what you're not meant to do. I'm, I'm trying to say it to realize if I said that correctly, but it's like, <laughs> like games, but that's okay. <laughs> right. Like, but you can't, you can't not do what you're not meant to do. Like you have to say yes to what's in your heart and on your soul yes. and at least that's how I that was how I was made right that's I've been like this since I was a kid mm-hmm. so I actually manifested um getting uh let go from that job like having it like my what actually happened was my position was eliminated mm-hmm. in all of the locations so like like that's what I manifested for myself like after f- four months of working there and it was like I was finally in a mental space of being welcoming to it. Like I, that, first of all, that was not the environment I wanted to be in anymore. And, and second, it, it served the exact purpose it was meant to. Like God held me the entire time of this transformation. Yes. And so in July, I got back from vacation and I was like, okay, this is, I, I know that the writing's on the wall, right? Like I, I saw something that said like they were like getting rid of the office manager position. And I was just like, okay, it's happening. Like this is so exciting, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I leaned into it fully. And so August and then like most of September, I think the last week of September was like my aha. It was the final conversation I ever had with myself about what my actual purpose is. What am I actually here to do? It is to help women with their bodies and weight loss. And I no longer have that conversation about whether or not that's true anymore. And to be able to like have that moment, I cried for three days. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. this was, this was the processing of like, uh, this is actually what I'm here to do and I'm owning it and I'm done pretending that I'm not. Yes. I'm slow clapping on the inside. I know. I know. I have to and hold with- my phone so I can't actually clap, but <laughs> okay, that's fine. Within 48 hours, I was offered to coach with my coach as her, like, like to have her be a mentor And she invited me to coach in her containers for her. Um, Her name is Steph Hendel. She, she teaches soulful weight loss. I've been a student of hers for the last um, almost year at this point. And she is a feminine weight loss coach. She like weight release is, is the feminine term instead of masculine weight loss. Right. And, and, and I am 
that was literally the confirmation once again, right? This like three-day cry fest, which I can't even, I'm an Aquarius. I don't cry. Like I don't yeah. cry. <laughs> I mean, you're <laughs> exactly. I know you are. That's why I say it. But it's like three <laughs> days of on and off waterworks, like full on. And then not even 24 hours later, she's like, I've had this divine download. Will you come, you know, coach for me and let me like mentor you? And I'm just like, oh my God, full body. Yes. Like, are you crazy? Of course I will. Like, thank you. And that is God, right? Like that is literally the confirmation I needed. That was like, this is my path. Like, and, and let me be clear. Let me back up a little bit. I had wanted a weight loss mentor like that for years, mm-hmm. for years. I remember wanting the beach body one to do it to me, like teach me everything, you know, so I could grow a business and like help people lose weight while I lose weight too. Right. Like I'm still losing weight guys. Like I am not in a perfect body to be doing this work. Right. Quote unquote. Like, right. like I am not a poster child yet. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like, it all happened exactly how it was supposed to, exactly how I wanted it to. I wanted this. It was on my heart for my entire life. And so it showed up and I was just like so humbled and so brought to my knees, just like, oh, oh, this is how it works. This is how it was always supposed to work. Oh, that is so beautiful because if there's one thing that I've learned about the way that God and universe works with us is that if something isn't happening for you and you really want it to happen, it's like, it's because it's, you're not ready. It's not happening because it's not the right time yet. And it's like, this all happened for you in that moment of like huge transformation where you were like, so open and willing to see it for what it was like maybe if it had happened earlier you would have rejected it because you were still in that space of like I'm not sure if I'm worthy enough for this exactly Exactly. I love that yeah and it's like oh okay so then every other big thing that I've asked for that I want that I feel desperate to have it's all so calm now it's Mm -hmm. like the money. I don't even need to worry about that anymore because if God wants me to do this and, you know, Steph wants to invite me into her platform, like, hello, are you going to tell me there's going to be no money in this? Like, come on. Hello. Obviously there is. So like all of the like human survival mode, low, um, what's the word? Low vibration or just like, yeah, just like low vibration, but also like um, the necessary surviving, right? Like those things, they all get taken care of. Like, of course, I'm going to have a place to live to do this. Of yes. course, of course, I'm going to have food to eat. Of course, like those, the, the full, like I'm a human and I need people to support me. Like I am fully supported. Yes. And when you lean into what you were put here to do, you are immediately that everything gets taken care of. And it's like, yeah, all of the, like the hurricane inside of your brain and in your body, all Mm -hmm. those trauma responses, they like settle down and Mm -hmm. you just have this like 
I, I fully believe that like God is in you. Right. Oh yeah. Like, we, yes. like we are sort of like little manifestations of God. And so yes. it's like, suddenly you tap into that and you're like, Oh yeah. Like God is taking care of me and I am a part of him. And so it's like, so support, like, it's like the warmest bear hug ever. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And it's like, yeah, I have these desires to renovate my house and I really don't have a, a way of making sense in the budget right for that right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Oh, of course I eventually renovate my house. Like, of course my kitchen gets renovated. Like this is, that's, that's in my heart the same way all of this already played out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and also last year, um, you know, I met my soulmate truly like yeah, his Tim and yeah, just his existence too. Right. Solidifies even more so like, oh yeah, no, I, I'm fully supported because a, this man exists and he's taking care of me. Like I've never been taken care of, of before. Right. Like, and so feminine by the way. So good. Oh, yeah. Like, but also I also transformed in who I am right. to be able to receive that level. Yes. Right. Because, you know, whether or not it happened in my, in my marriage is irrelevant, but I was not open in the way that I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. I love it. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. I feel like all the questions I planned for you are so irrelevant now because we're on this like journey on this podcast, yeah. but so yeah. Okay. I, I just love everything because this is totally what I'm start like have been leaning into. I feel like we've gone on similar journeys in like different mm-hmm. directions, but sure. um, with where you are now and the things that you have learned about everything that you just talked about, mm-hmm how do you help your clients? You know what I mean? Like, what are your, what's your approach? What's your method? You know? Yeah, that's such a good question. I mean, I, I know that all of us have our own answers within us and, you know, the approach that, that I take is, you know, what is really on my client's heart, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's get, let, let's go to where they think it is. And then let's go even deeper and find out where it truly is. And a, a lot of the times it's so much bigger than what they think, right? Mm-hmm. So weight loss and, you know, weight release and trusting. And I mean, really that, that word trust, that is my word of the year for 2021 or excuse me, 2022. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, you know, that is my word of the year. And it's like, that is constantly what I bring my clients back to is how can you trust that the body that is on your heart comes through? And if you did fully trust, right, what would be different? That that is really those are the questions that need to be asked every minute of every day, right? Because that yes. brain just loves to constantly like distract. And, you know, it's just, it's just, okay, if I'm, if I'm truly believing, right. And it's like, the thing is, let's find all the evidence that you've already manifested your entire life, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's hone in on how powerful you really are. Because if that is truly how powerful you really are, and it is right, then of course, your body comes through when you let it. Yes. I'm in love with this conversation. Keep going. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, that's really it. And it's just like remembering and just saying like, oh, but okay, body, like I'm in the middle of discovering what my body like as a consciousness has to tell me. And it's like on like learning that relationship, letting that unfold, it is already blowing my mind. And I'm, you know, I'm quote unquote in the, in the early stages, right? Like I was going to say beginning, but like, let's be honest, I'm, this is not my first lifetime. I've mm-hmm. done this before, but it's like my body is going to surprise and delight the hell out of me. And I am just so open to letting that relationship unfold. And truly, like, I think of it right now, like your body is like a puppy and like, you know, they do things you don't want them to do, Mm -hmm. but you have to like develop that relationship, train the dog. Not that you need to train your body. Your body really needs to train you. Right. But like, that is what I'm talking about. And so coming home to yourself coming home to your soul is also coming home to your body and letting your body be a huge puzzle piece that you're figuring out like where the jagged edges are. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone talk about the body like exactly in this way and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> it is a new kind of way. And, and, and I share that because I, I'm discovering this for myself. So like, this is where I'm at right now. And, you know, experience and time, you know, things shift. I, I do imagine this becoming much bigger in concept, right? Eventually. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is where I'm at right now. And these and, and it all makes sense to me in this moment. So I imagine it will make sense to me still in six months from now. Yeah, or it, it'll have totally expanded. Well, of course, that's what I mean. But like, yeah, yeah. But like this concept's not going away is my point. Right. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. This is like a, a major building block. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so a lot of people that I've worked with in the past, actually, this is like a big element. Um, I've, I've worked with a lot of people with like body image issues and weight loss desires and things. Um, and I, that wasn't really like our focus cause that's not really what I help people do, but I, I could see that like a lot of them could not even fathom. And you, you talked about this a little bit, but it's like, they couldn't even fathom this, like, body that they wanted or this relationship with their you know soul vessel that they were wanting because they are so caught up in their like immediate needs like sort of still in those in those uh trauma responses and things and so I wanted to know you know what are your comments on that how do you move through that to where you can even start letting your brain desire that body or dream about it in a way that's healthy I guess I love this question I actually refer to that as being in the woods Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't actually have to move your feet for the clarity to come because the brush takes care of itself the trees suddenly move out of the way and it's like the path itself okay so and the way that this happens is it is exactly the opposite of what we were taught right like 
Food mm-hmm. is the enemy. No, mm-hmm. food is here to support you the same way that money is the same way that God is. Yeah. Right. If you actually carried that belief in your soul, in your belief, in your bones, right. As you were eating Mac and cheese, for example, that Mac and cheese exists to support you only and did not have any ability to sabotage. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine the body that would create? Yeah. I'm like, my brain is like grasping it and then letting it go and then grasping it. But because this is like, this is some new stuff for me, but I'm like, exactly. (laughs) No, it is. And it's new stuff for the world. Okay. I want to be clear on that because this is like, I, I came here to teach this because I never, I really, I don't want to count anything. I don't want to plan anything. It's like, I just want to be able to enjoy the food that my body actually likes. Right. And my Mm -hmm. brain is the thing that's been telling me that I can't like it and I shouldn't. And I, and I should, I should feel guilty for eating it and it's bad. Right. Like all of those thoughts and that low vibration gets, what's the word? Um, it casts a spell on the food that you're eating. And I don't mean to get witchy, but like, really like you're infusing the food with badness for your body. Yeah. And also you're telling your body how to respond to the food. Exactly. It's, it is literally we're eating poison and the body is absorbing the poison and then you have cellulite. Yeah. Or GERD like me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like you, you, then you have a stomach bug, right? Like then you're suddenly violently ill, right? Like all of these things, but it's like, really, what if you trusted that the steak or the whatever your favorite food is, right? The apple pie Mm -hmm. is literally in existence to delight you and to let you feel whole, even like when you are hungry, right? Like hunger is not an emergency, first of all. So Mm -hmm. I also my clients how to get used to feeling hunger in their bodies but then it's like acclimating to food is only here to support me I don't actually need to believe that this is going straight to my thighs right or fill in the blank with any other sentence that we were taught to believe so do you so do you think that like when you start thinking of all food as supportive and you're teaching your body how to respond with delight different foods that you naturally gravitate towards the foods that are more supportive to your body and you're able to like eat one or two Oreos and not the entire sleeve. (laughs) Exactly that. that. Yes. And you're already coming out from a place of wholeness, Mm -hmm. right? Because the food is not going to make you less whole. Like you're not, you're not less whole. And then you're eating food to like be even less, less whole, right? Like you are already whole and you're coming to this plate, this table, you're sitting down, you're eating food. That's going to allow your body to thrive and allow your energy to get peaked and like enjoy the rest of your day. And it's like, okay, I'm going to eat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop when I'm full because, or, you know, even before I'm full, because I feel so amazing already with all yeah. of the love that I'm infusing mm-hmm. in this food, in myself, in my body, that I like, it's like your, your cup is refilled already just from that meal. 
Yeah. So this could be really helpful to like somebody who like me who when I am stressed or anxious or things like that, I do tend to, and I know this about myself, I go, mm-hmm. I go grazing around, like looking for comfort in the pantry. Right. And so it's like a little bit of rewiring the brain to yes. realize that, you know, that the anxiety, the discomfort, it's all part of your wholeness and that you don't need this material food energy to like replace anything. Exactly. Anything. I love what you're saying, but it's like, it's like the anxiety you're feeling is not necessary to, or it's not necessary to eat to deal with the anxiety you're feeling, right? Like, yeah, it's like, let's let that anxiety go. And how do we do that? We get really good at letting it go, but it's, it's choosing to go for a walk instead of eating because you know, once you process out that anxiety, right, you are going to feel whole and complete again. Right. And, and and regardless, right. Food is never going to make you feel more whole. Right. Yes. Discovered that. (laughs) I mean, me too. Right. This is the the human process. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and it's like on top of that, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna take it even further. Yes, please. It's like why do we exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Certainly not to beat ourselves up. Certainly not to think that we're less. And if I do a hundred squats a day for a month, I'll be more. No, that leaves us feeling even more less, right? Same concept, but mm-hmm. like, how can we? work, work out, quote unquote, I don't even, I haven't even thought about what I want to name that because working out is just so masculine. Like, yeah. like, how can I move my body in a way that allows me to delight in my body? Oh my gosh. Yes. I, can I tell a quick story about that? Yes, please. <laughs> um, there was a time in my life that was incredibly, I will say like aligned where mm-hmm. I was embracing who I was and, you know, just following all of the universal breadcrumbs and just like without doubt or fear of where it was taking me. Mm -hmm. And I just decided one day I was like, I really want to fight MMA. I want to learn like those skills like to defend myself or just to feel really strong, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just walked into a gym, looked at it and was like, yep, this is what I'm doing. And I signed up and I jumped in 100%. And it's like my favorite way to move my body is to be with other people who are figuring it out too. And we're just like punching this shit out of like punching bags on each other <laughs> and like I love that. wrestling and stuff because I do have a very like aggressive energy in me mm-hmm. that I never knew, you know, we tell ourselves it's inappropriate to express it. And yeah. here was a great place for me to use that energy in a way that was like quote unquote appropriate. Mm-hmm. And also was just like really fun. And because I wasn't doing it to lose weight, I literally was just like, that looks cool. And I want to do it. I actually got my dream body. Like, wow. and I wasn't, I wasn't dieting. I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking about what I was eating. I yes. like ate chips and salsa for dinner every day because I needed the salt. But mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, I I remember like flexing in the mirror and I could see my back muscles and I was like, oh, hell yeah. You know, like it was just fun to be really strong. And it was also really fun to go shopping and be like, I can buy any of these clothes and they'll probably fit me, you know? And 
I just felt so free and I was like backpacking every weekend and I had financial abundance, like all of these things were happening. And it was Mm -hmm. like one big piece of that was deciding to move my body in a way that felt fun instead of because I wanted to lose weight. I love this story so much because it is literally the example, right? Your body is really here to channel God, right? That is where you get the ideas from moving energy around, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's inspiration. That is literally what we came here to experience as physical beings, right? So you're literally saying exactly what, I'm trying to teach my clients to do, right? You, you literally experienced it. And, and for me, I have so many other examples of this, but it's like you were doing that unconsciously, okay? Mm-hmm. So now that we're going to bring it conscious, let's deal with all of the subconscious blocks that exist that tell you why you can't. Yeah. Yep. And then you get to live, right? Ultimately through that, through all of that, through processing that, consciously you get to live that life again but it's like when you're conscious about it you know you can just continue and repeat and grow and expand beyond and beyond and beyond right like uh, until you know limitless yes and I really feel this conversation is so good like I feel like it was just for me and very kismet but (laughs) (laughs) hopefully very obviously it will be very beneficial to listeners as well but um I feel like I'm in that place of realizing how infinite and it's not even like my power, but infinite, the power that is in me is like, Mm. because I am manifesting like crazy right now. And like Mm -hmm. so many things are just like blooming in my life. And I'm so, and I just feel so like calm and peaceful and it's not like the hype I used to feel and the, and the like excitement that I used to feel like I had to hold on to in order to make things happen. Yeah, I'm just like so grounded and also just walk, like be super amazing. And my body is responding. And I am like able to be looser with like what I eat, but I'm still like I'm losing the weight and I'm not having to punish and I'm like not having to exercise rigorously or do hit trainings, you know? <laughs> so yes, yes. It's just crazy and how everything you- responds. It, it, everything responds, right? Exactly that. It's like your body is a consciousness and it is here to respond, right? So you can get really intentional with what you're telling your body to do. And can you trust that what you're doing is everything, right? Can you become the, the, can you create the rules and expectations of your life in a way that supports your highest? That you're able to eat whatever you want without questioning it. Yes, because our society, our culture, even like the family culture that you came from relies very heavily upon structure Mm -hmm. and rules. And so we grow up in a society that keeps us in these very um, safe little boxes so that everyone understands what's going on. But your highest self also has rules and structures that are best for you to get you where you're going. And you have to learn what your structure is and you have to let go of what society's structure told you you needed to be successful. Exactly. Oh, so good. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Speaking I love to my highest have... self right now. Yeah. And I love that you have literally experienced what I'm trying to explain, right? Like I'm still figuring it out too, but like, 
you as the interviewer today, right? Like you actually know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. Yeah. And I've been on this massive journey. Like I'm about to rebrand everything and um, Mm -hmm. totally shift my business. Um, And everything we talked about today is like, it's like a a confirmation for me Mm. that I'm moving in the right direction too. So yeah. So like, thank you so much for just, you know, following your own soul journey and coming on the podcast and talking about everything that you did because like, I really needed it. I know that somebody else out there is, it's going to really connect with them. So just thanks for being you, you know? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And thank you for, for following your breadcrumbs and inviting me onto this. I love it. Yeah. When you start to look out at the patterns that are playing out in your life, you'll start to see how you've been led, how other people have been guided to you and you to them and how we mutually benefit from all of us. Like, I want to swear really badly. A lot of my listeners are very religious, so I have to, (laughs) but I don't want to, I don't know if I, if I swore before. Oh no, it was me. I said, I said the shit word, but that's okay. Um, but when, oh my gosh, when you just start letting go of all of the bull crap that you've been taught your whole life and you Mm -hmm. start just being like leaning into your authenticity and just letting yourself unfold. Like, it's like, you're not going out to find your purpose, your purpose. You have to let it just find you. You know what I mean? You have to let it come to you. Then it's just like, ah, you start to see all of the beautiful patterning and ways that things are just unfolding for you. Ah, I love it. I love that too. And it's like you showing up in your purpose and me showing up in mine created this amazing conversation that we had today. Indeed. And I feel very nourished right now. So thank you so much. Me too. Thank you. All right. Well, oh, let's, how can people find you if they are feeling called to work with you or to like check out your content? Yeah. So my community is called the Sacred Unicorns and I have really come into that in the last day. So <laughs> yeah, I love that. I saw if, that. <laughs> if my work resonates with you, you, you are a sacred unicorn too. You can find me on Instagram um, at Alana Uplevel. And my name is spelled I-L-A-N-A Uplevel. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Alana Uplevel one. So that's it. Perfect. Go check out Alana. Um, if you are interested in some feminine energy direction type of weight loss and body acceptance. And also it sounds like you're helping people with their soul journeys as well and finding what you're put on earth to do. So thanks again. And let's keep in touch. Thanks, Crystal. This was great. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to tune into the podcast today. It is my passion and goal to help as many people as possible to create beautiful lives after trauma. I would be so grateful if you could leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts for me and share this episode with someone who needs it. And as always, if you are needing one-on-one support, please visit my website, crystalmorycoaching.com, and schedule your free consult today.